We're here to talk to you about what you need to do to ascend to the top level of real estate in any economic model. So we're going to plug in some, some tips, some things that are foundationally a must in real estate, and we're going to break it all down in this podcast. Welcome to the Real Estate Doctors. As you're navigating the waters of this real estate market, you're going to need a prescription that fits exactly what you need to do to move your business to the next level. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button. Make sure you like it. We'll continue to send the love and send the nuggets. What is up, man? I'm here with my boy, Kevin Shoemaker. What's up, Kev? Hey, things are good, Gino. How are you doing today? Man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready to bring the noise today. You know, there's it's funny to say it because there's a lot of noise out there and you hear a lot about uh, a lot of uncertainty. And so one of the things I think would be just great to, to really dial in and sort of, you know, you know, uh, open the curtains on is 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 the survival of the agent, because we look at how the market is continuing to contrast. And I believe that, you know, one of the big things in, is we see is a lot of fear in agents and fear of going you know, how do, how do we survive? And, you know, you and I have been in business a long time and you look at the different economic, uh, you know, ups and downs and everything else. Um, you know, so, you know, let's dive in a little bit on, you know, on, on that agent that's, that's, that's fearful of, of the economic cycles and, and, and surviving through those, through those times. Absolutely. And I think, you know, fundamentally, foundationally, all the catchwords that you can use to kind of, kind of get your feet on the ground is really what market we're in. And any kind of market shift is going to create a place to where, you know, when you were when you were playing sports as a kid, and, and the most boring part of of starting the season was the coach, every coach, whether it was, you know, your your softball coach, your volleyball coach, your football coach, we're going to spend the first couple of weeks talking about working on fundamentals. And then we'll go into the other stuff. Well, right now in a market shift, guess what? You get to be the one that's on the team talking about fundamentals and talking about what you need to do to start your business from the ground up. Because basically every market shift is almost a reset in your business because the strategy that you had before is not necessarily the strategy that's going to help you win now. However, if you're an agent and you're in that fight or flight, flight from real estate, statistically you've heard there's going to be 40% of agents leaving and all that. Or if you're in fight, well, how do I fight? How do I fight these economic indicators? How do I fight all these change? Well, it's very simple. You go back to the basics. You go back to what wins. You go back to relationships. You go back to your database. You go back to going really, really deep on what you already have that that's established. Um, all the days of, of, you know, the, the super fancy trinkets and the, and the, what's my house worth and all that. Those are really things that are kind of dying out because people are looking for somebody at a deep level of trust that is really going to get the job for them. Because most of the people that are in this crazy market, they really need to sell or buy because they got something driving it. So you, if you're the agent that's out in front and bringing the noise from a knowledge perspective, that's going to be huge. Well, and, and there's always the the chase versus attract piece. And I remember I remember a, a mentor shared with me when I was early on when I got in the business. You know, his name is Ernie, and he said he said, "Let me tell you one thing, Tiger." He said, "You go on an appointment, and if they see in your eyes that you need to sell that home more than they than they need to buy it, you're in trouble." And I and I and I think that's really what the agent needs to look at is is don't be fearful. Load, load your, load your toolbox with tools. Make sure you know the data. Make sure you know, hone in your skill. Hone in what your irresistible offer is. You know, it's sort of like I was at the uh, when we were in Nashville not long ago, and we went into that big, uh, that big auditorium place, or whatever. There's all these different restaurants, and there's like I don't know, maybe 75 different restaurants. And we're walking around, and I'm like sniffing, and I'm like, okay, there's an odor coming from over here. That smells pretty good. But oh wow, look at this person. They look really nice and smiley. Wow, look at that menu. 
It's like, you know, they're, they're grabbing for your attention and your traction. So now more than ever is make sure you show up, you're present, show up to the appointment and be present, play the part, play the role, and make sure you don't get outfriended by other agents because it's very easy to get very complacent. So make sure when you're coming from the consumer side that you're attracting the right people and you're putting yourself out there. Yep. And I think another huge layer is is it's it's always all about the consumer in any real estate market, but it is so easy to get distracted and get complacent, just like you mentioned, Kevin. And up until probably six months ago, most agents the most agents were order takers, and 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 order because not because they were bad agents, but they, because that's what basically the market was dictating. You throw a sign in the yard, and you really didn't have to do much else except for watch everybody else fight for the house. So it was coming to you. Well, now it requires you to have extensive amounts of knowledge, understand what market trends are going on and where and and where what direction you can guide them. And so when you sit in that living room now, number one, you want to be armed with the with with the top research and some great ones will be like Altos Research. They give you trends, not just what sold last week, which is sometimes irrelevant and really fast shifting markets, but other trends as far as price adjustments, things that we haven't seen in several years, understanding where that can go, understanding what's driving your market, being able to communicate that. But not but not only being able to communicate that, but also being able to take your knowledge and put it into a business plan that helps them go from point A to point B. So when you sit down, there's go, you're going to spend five minutes talking about yourself and your knowledge base. And the rest of that appointment, you want to spend diving into what that client needs and what options can you give them to help them get to the other side. Your knowledge base, your clear understanding of what they want and what they truly need is what's going to win the business for you. And I, I went into one the other day. I think I mentioned it maybe on our last podcast, but the the last uh, there was a great agent that I was up against, and that agent went in there, and all they did was say, "This is your house. This is what it's worth, and we take really good pictures too." And so, so let's sell it. I went in there, and we talked. Talk, we had a totally different conversation talking about tax breaks, t- benefits of moving, benefits of staying. And actually the client decided that, hey, I'm not. it's not time for me right now. It's six, seven, eight months. But that's okay. You have to be the consultant. You have to be the advisor. You have to be the one that understands their entire business plan and then is able to articulate where they need to go in the market and what they need to do at that point in time, even if it's not something that benefits you. Most likely, most times if you're in their living room, it will. But you you got to be the agent that, that gives them the best advice for their family. And that's just hugely important. Well, and it's and it's also the questions that you ask. Typically, there's there's, you know, three to five different questions that you can ask where it's really about them. How do you understand what brought us here today? Tell me a little bit about what you're wanting to accomplish. Why is that so important? So when you understand why they're whether why they're wanting to go from here to there, you understand motivation with your client there in, the, in their example. Um, the, the 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 there was some uncertainty as far as the the, the economic climate, and and so netting the most amount of money was really important to them, which means that maybe now is not the time, and maybe it's a little safer for them to wait. But also what's important when you walk away from that appointment is making sure that you are continuing to provide a message and staying in close contact and surprise and supporting the data on a on a you know every other week or, or or even a monthly basis and staying in touch so you can continue to nurture. And I believe that going forward in the next six to twelve months, those that nurture their pipeline, and that doesn't have to mean my like picking the phone up all the time, but it's also 
just the postcard, the social media piece, the, the monthly market trend, the email, whatever it is, those that build the nurture pipeline will have an amazing first quarter. Fourth quarter is about building that pipeline, and there's deals out there to be made. But first quarter will be won by those that play great offense in fourth quarter and will have an amazing first quarter to pay their taxes. Absolutely. And right now, the biggest thing is quality. And what I mean by quality is it's not it's not a mass spread of how many people you can touch. It's how many people can you have quality relationships, quality conversations with and be able to do that follow up. I see so many agents where literally they'll be like, oh, they don't want to list for six months and they never talk to them again. Well, that's a listing in six months. And I guarantee you, if I ask you in the beginning of that six month, hey, would you like to have that listing from six months ago? Your answer would be yes. Well, did you follow up in between? Did you did you layer in the things that kept you in touch? Did you keep them in the know with the market? Did you do the things that are really foundationally adding value and adding quality? Because those are the things that are going to win right now, not not a mass wide net, because there's not there's not a wide group of people buying and selling. So the smaller the group of people, the more strategic you have to get to be the one that gets into that group and gets that business. So for you to take it to that level and really be in tune is 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 a must in this market. Um, And what's great about these shifts is you can win 10 times bigger with actually doing less. But it's just when I say doing less, it's doing more. That's just one on one type stuff that's going to grow your business back. Back to the old days of asking for those referrals. Back to the old, day, old days of wishing them happy anniversary. Back to the old days of just checking on somebody. And you would be amazed at where people are right now. Just that one little thing that you do that can that can move the needle. And if you layer in follow-up and you layer in a great database management system that you build, it's amazing. So I, I just think there's so much value in that. Well, when you talk about systems, there's technology is amazing. And there's so many things you can do to leverage technology to grow your business. So many times as we talk to agents and we always reference back the eight stages of, of growth in your business. They, and, and we always in, in that eight stages, it, you, you can always see like, here's where I am and here's what's working. Here's where I want to go and what I need to do to fix it. And it's really clear as you go through on that on that agent growth map of, 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 of ascending through that ladder. And a lot of it has to do to making sure you're aligned with the right, the right business model that fits for you. But technology can get you from here to there. People can also get you from here to there. So it's really about being really clear on what, what I need to do to buy more time. And sometimes it's getting up a little earlier, staying up a little later, but then you you go into what is that next piece of technology or that next key hire that's going to buy me more time back? Because ultimately at the end of the day, you want to be face-to-face with clients, prospecting on the phone and writing contracts because that's what pays the bills. Yep. And that leverage, man, that leverage is key. Everybody thinks, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to spend money in a time when it's tight. Well, oftentimes when you spend money, you've got to look at it one of two ways. What's my return going to be on this money or am I just buying a trinket? So if your return is going to be three hours and let's say you get an, let's say you get a return of three hours a week. And let's say what you bought that's giving you that three hours a week costs you a hundred dollars a month. Well, that's that's 12 hours a month of time that you're getting back that you can reallocate to higher paying, higher level activities. So when you're evaluating what you want to do in your business, just ask yourself, am I buying a trinket 
or am I buying something that's going to give me a return? And that return can be money or that return can be time. And quite frankly, I'd rather have the return in time and then I can decide how much more money or how much more I can advance my business in that time versus doing those lower level activities. So when you're made, don't be afraid to spend money even in the, in the downtimes, but just make sure it's the right thing that's going to move the business and advance you and help you. Um, and as we, you know, as we're getting through this, I want to tell you guys some of the things that we've mentioned today, like the eight stages. Um, Alto's research, all those things. We'll put some links below that'll give you a little bit of legwork and give you some access to some of those documents that'll really help you as we grow. And, th- and Kevin, I think you may mention the, a couple more that we can kind of layer in there to really, you know, really help grow your business and push you in the right direction in a challenge. So, absolutely, you can always go to agentgrowthmap.com, and that will give you the uh, that'll show the eight stages. And again, it's it's really the ascension ladder. How do you go from here and go through the ascension ladder? You go back. It'll go back many years and people will go on a team because they want to figure out, okay, that's what I, how I how I go make money and get deals and they, it launches me forward. But it launches you forward and you cap out. There's a lid. And now it's the ascension ladder of how do I join a team, start making money, you know, accelerating the process, but also learning the systems and building those systems to accelerate to get independence. And it's really about getting independence to maximize your profitability and then grow from there based on where you want to go and what you want to do. So again, go to agentgrowthmap.com. Obviously, uh, subscribe to the podcast. We appreciate uh, all the value and nuts that you drop every day, Gene, and uh, we look forward to seeing everybody next time as well. Thank you for joining us on The Real Estate Doctors. And remember, take the lid off your business. We're going to continue to speak from the heart, bring all the things that are working for us. So, you know, please make sure you subscribe, hit the like button, and we'll keep bringing the fire and help you grow your business.